Let's go. Let's get started. Let's not even take a breath. Go. Hi, it's Teenage Dirtbags. We are a podcast about that the rates and reviews teenage movies, and then we will try to relate it to our own high school teenage lives. My name is Maddie. I'm Carly. And you are our motherfucking dirtbags. Oh, I thought you were telling me that I was a dirtbag and it was well, kind of are. offended, but now I understand you're referring to our listeners. Yes. I hope you're not offended by that because I just called everyone who's listening a dirtbag. Well, bag. you just looked me in the eyes and you were like... There's no one else to look at right now. I know, I know. I have to... I'm like literally forced. Anyways. We are starting this off with a freaking bang. And guess what? Lo and behold, once again, for the 300th time, we have not seen each other in, for two weeks. <laughs> we record like this we just don't so literally hang we, out. we do not <laughs> hang out anymore i don't even know who you are uh we have to schedule these appointments now even though yeah. we live in the same fucking house i know um but we've not seen each other in two weeks so we're gonna do a bit of a preface one of them is just that you're drinking wine out of the bottle right now and i think it's really yeah. funny yeah yeah i am so that's not a preface to you that's a preface to the listeners yes yeah, a niagara peninsula sponsor white. us white white wine um the vintage i couldn't tell you so probably low quality wine but um actually that could be my preface i'm taking a course online right now about wine oh that's wonderful did you know that i don't think i did i knew that you watched a documentary about it and you were very enthralled i was it was called som s-o-m-m and i was enthralled like a sommelier oh my gosh good for you for knowing what that word is i mean yeah Okay, tell us about your stuff. Um, so my very first and most important preface really quickly is that uh, I just got home from work. And of course, the day was very slow and nothing was happening. And then the second I got home, because I'm on call, all this stuff happened. So this is a preface, more of a warning, that I have my phones on loud right now, unfortunately, which is very unprofessional. You don't have to preface that because I'll just take it out. Well, there mi- the reason I'm prefacing it is because there might be a point where it might be a weird edit, like literally in the middle of a story. Okay. Maybe not. In okay. which case, fucking great. Okay. Um, do you have anything to say? Um, I have to say that I enjoyed our uh, road trip to Detroit. Oh my god, we haven't even talked about that yet. Yeah. So we went to Detroit. Carly and Mike for my birthday got me and Carly tickets to see um, Dax Shepard and Monica Padman uh, for Armchair Expert in Dax's hometown of Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, and we were trying to guess who it was going to be, and we said Eminem, but it was Peter Krause. It was Peter Krause, and we especially loved it because we love parenthood so we were very 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 happy and they play brothers on parenthood yeah and i would say that i even more so loved it because i was a big fan of six feet under right it was really good it was super fun and we got to drive there together where i and that meant i slept for some you of know it. what you're like <laughs> probably one of my favorite people to go on a road trip with because that's amazing well we rock out to music usually at the beginning when we have energy mm-hmm. then you get nauseous and you sleep <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then you, well, actually, you try to play a game on your iPad, which always makes you I know, nauseous. I know. I get I get nauseous <laughs> every single time, but I'm always like, maybe this time I'll be able to do it. But then once you wake up and you're kind of back to yourself, we usually chat away. And yeah. then there were just so many moments on this road trip to Detroit where I just laughed really hard. Yeah. Like when we were waiting at the border, I was laughing. Oh my God. It was just, it was just, it was super fun. You're one of my favorite people to be, because I also get, I love, I will fall asleep in a car at all times. Yeah. I, it rocks me to sleep and there's only a handful of people that I'm comfortable being like, 
I'm going to fall asleep now. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is obviously one of them. My family is another one. My, my parents and stuff. Um, where, and that I mean like a long trip. Mm-hmm. Like I, when I'm, when it's me and one other person and I'm in the passenger seat, I feel very strong responsibility to stay awake, stay awake and keep them entertained and like be in control of the music or, or conversation. Not or with keeping me. Them, yeah. With you. I'm just like, I'm sleeping now. Good Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I did. Yeah. And there was a funny moment where you were talking about how you might barf. And then I just commented just because I was in like a really uh, kind of annoying mood where I was like, I will never barf because my stomach will outwit, outplay, outlast anything, which is a survivor reference. Yeah. And then I just kind of giggled to myself because it was such a stupid thing to say. <laughs> and then you just screamed, come on in, guys. That <laughs> <laughs> scared the shit out of me. I, I didn't realize you were referencing Jeff Probst. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. You were like... <laughs> come on who like yeah. swerved off the road <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that oh man it was a great road trip it, it was, was super fun. fun i think we should road trip together always it's, yeah it's great it's fun it was fun my last thing is that um i just want to say a really special thank you to our current director at suits oh um, does he listen to this podcast he doesn't but he maybe he will now so this his name is mike smith and he's directed a bunch of episode suits. Anyway, this is his last episode with us because this is the last season. Mm-hmm. And he made today crew appreciation day. Today. Yep. Unofficially. Like he just, I didn't even know about it until I got into work. And this is something I just want to shout this out because not only is he just a down to earth and really kind person and good at his job. He just makes everyone feel like they are part of the team and appreciated. Yeah. I just want to tell you really quickly what he did today. He hired a coffee cart, a burger truck, an ice cream truck. What? All today. And two massage therapists. Pardon me. Literally, I ate so much today. I had so much coffee today. Did you have a massage? And I had a back massage today. What? At work. Like... It just was something that was so unnecessary. It's kind of tradition. It's not required, but it's kind of tradition that the directors or the writers or the whoever, the stars, um, show their appreciation at the end of their episode by hiring some sort of trucker or some sort of treat. Christmas pen pals. Yeah, it's a thing. Not just Sarah Drew and Niall Matter brought in a crepe truck yeah oh that's a great idea yeah, it was delicious. yeah that kind of it's just a tradition in film and tv that they do that and um it's by no means expected but like i said it's tr- it's a tradition anyway so today he made it he didn't do it as a, a well he did it as a thank you but it was a thank you to the crew crew pre- appreciation that's awesome and he's I... a really kind person that's Probably like the best I think I've ever heard. Yeah, it was set. really good. That's never happened before. Massage. I know. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was it was ten minutes, but it was like I don't Still. care if it was thirty seconds. Could have been thirty seconds. I would have been thrilled. Ten minutes. It was fantastic. Is solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was my last preface. preface. Yeah, I'm done with my prefaces now. I'm so sorry. You just had to spend thirteen minutes or whatever it says over there. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this movie? Of course I do. So this week we did I Know What You Did Last Summer. I Know What You Did Last Summer. I Know What You Did Last Summer. I have a really fun fact that I have been holding out telling you all day. Wow. Before you do your trivia. Your oh. Fun facts. Is it about this movie? Yes. Okay. 
do you, uh, do your facts first. Okay. Sorry. You're, you're very excited about this. I'm really this. excited okay. about this because this is fucking crazy. Okay. I Know What You Did Last Summer was directed by Jim Gillespie. It was written by Lois Duncan. The novel was written by Lois Duncan. Pardon me. There's a, What's with all the movies that I've I never know. thought of in, as a novel being a novel? We're learning so much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the screenplay was written by Kevin Williamson. Oh, Kevin. It's starring Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Phillippe, and Freddie Prince Jr. A lot of middle names. So many middle names. It premiered October 17th, 1997. It's rated R, and the logline is, Four young friends bound by a tragic accident are reunited when they find themselves being stalked by a maniac in their small <laughs> seaside town. Are you okay over there? Was that good? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't horrible. Okay. Can I tell you something? Do you notice what day this takes place on? July 4th. What day is this Thursday? Isn't that insane? We keep doing we that. We keep doing it. By accident. I we've not, literally not once have we planned that so far and we keep doing That's it. That's so weird. When I was watching it they're like July 4th, July 4th and I was like great. Okay, I didn't even didn't register. But then today because at work I've been it's this week yeah. and I've been registering a lot of things and trying to do travel and stuff. And I kept saying, okay, Thursday's July 4th, blah, blah, blah. And then I, it suddenly hit me and I, I was so close to texting you in the middle of the day, but I was like, I have to save it. Oh I gosh. have to save it. It was killing me all day to not text you and be like, that's crazy. Isn't that wild? So yeah. happy America day, or whatever it's called. July 4th. <laughs> July 4th. Happy day. Americans. Happy day. And then. Yeah, we the, and, and this takes place on July 4th, which Crazy. I thought was really cool. Two July 4ths in a row. Correct. Yeah. Right, right. So let's talk about the first. The first. <laughs> the first. Wait, why aren't they celebrating July 4th? Who? In the movie. They are. They're partying. I don't think they're partying for... Oh, they are. They've got the, the whole America thing. Yeah, okay. Had you seen it before? You hadn't seen it before. I know. I'm very shocked, but I had never <clears> seen <throat> this before. It was a huge smash hit at the time. What year was it? 98 or something? 97. 97. So I would have been seven. So it's a little young to watch, but I'm surprised I didn't watch it like a few years later because it has the most iconic cast I know. of our time. The cast is pretty damn incredible. Literally, if you said to me, name four, two girls and two guys of the 90s that are influential yeah. to pop culture, I would have named the four people started. This. I know. Isn't it was amazing. Like literally. Honestly, I I loved it. I really loved it. I just love I love like teen kind of scary but not that scary teen movies. Like I love Scream. Right. I loved this and I just love the whole vibe of, like the teen slasher and they're trying to figure out who killed who and I just loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, well, I had seen it before. Yeah. But I, it was one of those things. So in 1997, I would have been seven or eight, depending on what I, I didn't remember. October. October. So I would have been eight, I guess. Yeah, so I would have been far too young. Not to mention far 0% interested in watching this. I did not like scary movies when I was younger, but now I do. Mm -hmm. uh, and anyway, at some point in my teenage years, I watched it and I I didn't remember how I felt about it. But if I'm quite frank with you now... I only watched it once as a teenager, and when we were doing it for this podcast, I was like, "Why did I only like? Why do I not remember this movie at all?" And I realized it was probably because I hated this movie. You hated it. <laughs> I did not like it. Oh, when I watched it this time, on. I was like, "This could not be more boring for me." What? Yeah. 
Oh, I was I into know. it. I know. It's I funny. was genuinely like, who is the killer? But I'm also like yeah. very nostalgic for this like 97, 98, 99. I'm very nostalgic for. Yes, me too. I mean, well, yeah, me too. I don't know. There's just something that about this one. I, I can't explain it. There's something about this one that just kind of rubs me the wrong way. I mean, that being said, I think it's a must-see and it's very influential of the 90s. And mm-hmm. I think it's got one of the most important casts of the 90s. And I think it's one of the most important movies of like teen horror flicks of the 90s. But you didn't like it. I didn't like it. There's just... <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think that I just got confused at the end and it was just like oh, too so much. Well, it's just a lot of stuff. Like it was just too much going on. Too high. No, it was not. Okay. Well, you know what? You're, that's fine. If you didn't like it, that's fine. I just, do you like Scream? Yeah, I think, well, that's the other one that I, I I didn't watch until I was about 20. I love basic, I don't, I think I love all five Screams. I actually love them. So it's just my vibe. I don't vibe. know if I've seen all of them. That's just more my vibe. These like, they're just very campy. Like they're not that scary. Right. No, I wasn't. And you're, you're right. just like, you're going to see like a hot chick die. And, but like, that's, there's that, the I virgin. love that shit. I love that shit. Like the Final Destination series, bring it fucking on. I want to see someone get their eyes taken out of their head <laughs> and put up someone else's ass. Like <laughs> I just want to see all this horrible, horrible murder um murder horrible, horrible murder <laughs> <laughs> lemon just looked at me so concerned okay um, let's start talking about this movie then all right i'll agree <laughs> <laughs> i'll agree wow thank you so much that's like the most polite thing you've ever said to me <laughs> okay so we start off it's july 4th everyone's partying it's very clear that these four main characters are very popular then there's johnny galecki who's kind of a loser and he likes jennifer he's love a hewitt. random part but okay yeah continue he's like hitting on jennifer love hewitt even though she's dating ray aka freddie prince jr so then they like push him like ryan philby is like extremely aggressive in this movie and he pushes him and calls him a loser or something anyway so that's how the movie starts they're at a party and then they the four of them drive off together to go to the beach where they have a bonfire on the beach, which just can I say is my dream. I would love to have a fire on the beach with friends. It's just it's in the OC. Right. It's in all it's right. in, you know, all these movies and TV shows like Dawson's Creek. And it's just one of my dreams that has yet to be fulfilled because it's illegal on basically every single beach. Well, to some degree. Have you ever had a bonfire on the beach um no but they exist here you can do it here i don't think you can do it legally yeah you can you can rent out the fire pits where on all the beaches in toronto yeah literally also the dog park we go to you can rent out fire pits i don't want a fire pit on a, in a random field i want it to be okay, on well, the beach well you can also do it on the beach okay well maddie has to finish texting someone very important on suits this is the sound of me rubbing lemons here we go. Okay. I'm back. I'm here. I'm oh. ready to slay. I think I might be a Foley artist. That was really exhilarating. Um. Okay. So the four of them are on the beach. As I explained, and you seem to not really give a shit. That's not fair. I prefaced earlier <laughs> that my work was important today. Not okay. fair. You have to take that back. Say take it. You say you take it back and you say, I apologize. I want you to be more excited the about the States fact that I want to have a fire on the beach. Be more excited. 
Um, yeah, okay, let's do it. It's not a problem. We can literally do it anytime. There's okay. literally one in the west end of Toronto that we can rent. Okay, good. That's and I'm sure like. all the beaches here in the east end, but the one I know about in the west end. Okay, that's what I would like. I mean, the ultimate fantasy is to actually camp on it with like a tent. Okay, well, that's a little... It's a little much? I mean, it's not much. It's just not my... Cup of tea? Cup of coffee. Okay, <laughs> so then after they're at the beach... Actually, let's discuss the fact that Jennifer Love Hewitt loses her virginity on the beach. I wrote that down as if that's a thing. I'm sorry. I guess they're in California or whatever. And like, that's something that... <laughs> I don't know if they're in California. Well, oh, they're in the San they Francisco? Where they are, there's beaches. No, no, no. They're not in San Francisco because that was another movie I watched. I literally don't care where they are. But <laughs> point is, is wherever they are, they're on the beach all the time. And they're all in like warm weather and it's great. And they, she loses her virginity on the beach within five seconds and she comes out looking amazing and totally relaxed. And I'm like, none of that is accurate. She's going to have sand up her butt. For, yeah, you're going to have sand in every crevice. Mm-hmm. And she does not because she comes walking up like that was not a big deal. And she also reacts like that was not a big deal. That's a fucking big deal. To lose your virginity. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to lose your virginity not only like with your three best friends around you, basically, like in the, you know, to your your best friend and her boyfriend are over there and you're with your boyfriend. You don't say anything to anyone. You don't look excited at all. Like, I'm not saying she has to be walking up and like, guys, guess what? But like, you'd think she would look at Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah Jessica Parker, what's her name? <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar and like, make a face at her or something being like very private no man this is i also don't agree with their friendship i think their friendship is the most insane thing it's the most insane anyway we'll get to that part later i will complain about that later but yeah so they're on the beach they're all like do 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 ryan Phillippe is a drunk as a skunk he's very drunk he's making out with sarah michelle geller who's a beauty queen and she's talking to him about their future. I'm going to be an actress. And, and I'm, we're going to get pregnant. We're going to, you're going to marry me. And we're going to do this and that. And blue, blue, blue. We're going to have a white picket fence. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then over on the other side of the beach behind a rock. They're getting sands up every little. <laughs> 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 ah, that's disgusting. He's the shovel to her bucket. Ew. <laughs> and the sand is the sand. And he's just filling up that bucket with sand. <laughs> Anyway, so then they get into the car, and Jennifer Love Hewitt looks at Freddie Prince Jr. with a little smirk, and they basically just smirk at each other because they're like, so fucking 90s, like, implication. Like, they're looking at each other. She's in the front seat, and they're like, like, looking at each other. (laughs) None of you can see because this is a fucking podcast, but I just made this really awkward face. Yeah. And it is a lot. So, Freddie Prince is driving. In the windy, like, fucking mountainside from this yeah. beach. And Ryan Phillippe's an annoying shithead in the back. Yeah, it's Ryan's car. He's too drunk to drive. He's being so annoying and, like, throwing bottles of alcohol around the car. Like, literally yeah. throwing. Yeah. He's fucking annoying. I hate his character. It made me very angry. He's very, he's very aggressive. And he's always drunk. And... Um, so anyways, he starts to turn up the music loud while they're like turning the corner of this like mountainside. Literally. I'm like, where do they live? Because they're from the beach. They're going from the beach to like a fisherman port. And the way to go that the way that they go is on a mountainside cliff. Like they're literally driving along a cliff. I forget where they live, but like the shining. Have you ever seen the shining? Of course. Okay. You know that, that beginning beginning shot that opening establishment yeah. shot over over bird's eye view of the car driving in a mountainside yeah, that's yeah. what this looks like right 
So they're in like Utah suddenly. Well, it it's, could be just like the coast. It's insane. Of California. I've never been to California. Who's been there? No one. I have. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I've driven the coast and it looks similar to that. But anyways. Okay, fine. Okay. They, so they're driving and they hit someone. Because they're okay. fighting in the car and they hit someone. And they don't mm-hmm. know. And they all get out of the car and they're all screaming and fighting and screaming. They're and like, fighting. was it a deer? And then Jennifer Love Hewitt finds, finds a, a boot. boot. Like this giant boot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they went. I mean, I understand. Spoiler alert. It's a fisherman related costume. But it literally looks like they went to the costume department. We need a boot. And they went and like Googled boot. And <laughs> picked up this giant boot. Like it is yeah. the most fucking accurate boot like it's just a it is, boot it is a perfect boot i love the way you say boot boot okay so let's just get right to it this is the catalyst the inciting incident there is a man dead on the side of the road but they can't find oh no they do find him right yes they find him they after find like his, two seconds right and they're like so they found his boot and then they're like finding this man and they're like what do we do and they're like he jumped out in front of the car we killed him like they're all all different. Ryan Phillippe's saying they're going to turn around and drive away. Right. And the rest of them are like, you're fucking insane. Yeah. Because to be fair, I mean, not that I agree with him, but Ryan is saying, you know, I, it's my car. I'm drunk. Right. They're going to blame me. Right. Which is accurate. Yeah. He's also belligerent and f- incredibly annoying and like mm-hmm. um, aggressive and like confrontational. So there's no problem. This will be like this. There's no there's no uh, doubt. I mean, to say that this will be a problem for him. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they decide to what do they do? They like fucking throw the body off the cliff or some shit. So basically all the people except for Ryan Phillippe are like, let's call the police. And then Ryan ends up convincing all of them they need to dump the body right so they go to like some harbor thing dock private entry dock thing and then they dump the body but he wakes up right before they dump <gasps> right him. right and then they fucking beat him to death they beat him and then they throw him in the water and then which is now a murder that is it's not only a murder. a murder but it's like brutal assault that is a brutal assault in a murder <laughs> with a boot. Um, a murder with a boot. But the thing that's kind of frightening is like Ryan Phillippe jumps in the water because the man grabbed the crown. Oh, um, there's okay. Look, the, uh, there's so many issues. So they had just left this beauty contest or whatever the fuck that Sarah Michelle Geller had won. So she's wearing this fucking dumbass tiara, and of course, fighting for his life, this man grabs what he can grab. What? Grabs what he can grab and grabs her tiara. Grabs her tiara. And then this is apparently the biggest issue. Now, I I do agree that like that, if someone were to find the body, that tiara will lead them to them. So I get that point. But it's also like, cut your losses and get the fuck out. Like, you just brutally assaulted a man. Yeah. So Ryan Phillippe jumps in and grabs the crown only to be freaked out because the man opens his eyes i was just about to say to you i was gonna be like what would you do in this situation as if your answer would be anything but call the police well (laughs) we should discuss that because well i wanted to ask you like legitimately we call the police if me you mike were driving and we hit a body and say say we had all been drinking or something Mm -hmm. and 
we like Mike or whoever's driving is going to go to prison for a long time. But why? Because you've been drinking. But the dr- if the driver had been drinking, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have been in the car. Right. But this is more of like a scenario in which. I have to imagine. Yeah. You have to use your imagination. <sighs> I really have a difficult time with that because, because if the person is already dead, this is the like... thing. I can I can see the scenario more of me being in the car drunk if the person who is driving wasn't drunk. Can we go with that scenario? Sure, but there's alcohol everywhere because it's built. Fine, but the driver's not drunk, and I'm in. I'm drunk, and I'm in the car. I still would call the police. You can still get in a lot of trouble if you're sober and you hit someone. <laughs> Yeah, okay, but I would also get in a lot more trouble if I fucking murdered them after. Well, yes. I don't <laughs> think I would go that far. I would be making sure that alive. they're dead or alive. Right. No, you know what? There's not even a scenario in which I could say I wouldn't call the police. I would call 911 immediately. Like, it just okay. is what I would do. And it's strange that they, they like, checked his pulse and they were like, he's dead. Right, but and he's then not. he came back. That's the thing. is like if, if I would call the police and if there was... I mean, I, I guess I would have done what they did, which is check his pulse. And then going by that, like, if he's alive, I'm not going to leave. Right. Well, gr- granted, if he's dead, I'm also not going to leave because I've not called the police. But I just mean, like, I don't It's just a, it's just a bit of a. I mean, I don't want to say it's a dumb scenario because clearly they did a fantastic writing job because this was like a huge, huge movie. And in fact, a huge like trilogy. I think there's three or something. Yeah, there's at least two. Um, well, there's, I think there's three. It's because it's, I, I know what you did last summer. I still know. And then I will always know. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally pretty really? sure. Yeah. Because I was looking at IMDb at things That's about funny. it. That's um, funny. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Like, I, I'm too much of a, like, a rule. Well, I'm a rule follower, but then uh, there's sometimes where I'm really not. I can see in, in high school, especially, first of all, if this was me in high school, I wouldn't have been drinking to begin with. Right. <laughs> um, And there's, not only would I... 100% call the police in high school. I, I would now too, but I would have a lot more of a panic attack because I did not have anxiety in high school, but now I do. I'd have a lot more difficult of a time doing yeah. it. Um, I in high school, it wouldn't have been an issue. I would be like, 911, yeah. done. Here in this day and age right now, if this were to happen to me right now, uh, I would still call or I would have to get someone else to call because I would be having a panic attack most likely. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, at the end of the day, it's, that person's walking in the middle of the night on, like, a cliff. Like, there's just so many true. factors. This guy, why is he walking in the middle of the night in all black and a cli- on a cliff? Yeah, so... Do we ever figure that out? We never find that out. Yeah, we kind of do. Well, because you think... When you think it's the first person, then you realize why he's there, but it's not him. I think that person's there to kill the other person. Oh, Christ. I'll, See, this is where it gets all confusing. Yeah, and we it, can it, talk it more about my that. Interest. I think that the reality that... It is that we were not doing it on purpose. And if I'm quite honest. I think that you have a very naive perspective on the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I do. I don't think you can just hit somebody with your car and not get into trouble. Even no, if you no, didn't mean to. I did to. not say that I would not get in trouble. I'm saying that drive the passenger is not going to get in trouble. The passenger didn't do anything. Like the person in the front seat. What the fuck are they going to get in trouble for? I Sitting in the front seat? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I kind of thought while I was watching this is like, the two girls didn't do anything. Yeah, but they're trying to protect their horrible fucking boyfriends. Yeah. Well, one of them's horrible. But anyway, whatever. So they hit this person. Then it just goes like, one year later or whatever. And none of them are friends or together anymore. Well, that's an interesting thing. Because at first I was like, are you kidding me? The four of them were all best friends. And now they're one year later that none of them have spoken. But then I realized... 
life before cell phones and like yeah. internet and Facebook, it's like it would be so easy to drift away from somebody after you went to college. Yeah, that's true. We do live in a different time and place, but at the same time, like. I don't know. There was just so many times, like one of my very good friends, granted it was different. It was not university, but he moved schools mm-hmm. and he's still one of my very good friends. And this is before we went to, hi- when we had cell phones, like yeah. he moved, you know, it's just, I think I mean, that- same with me and Allie, like Allie moved to the Middle East when right. we were in grade eight. And like, we would schedule phone calls, like maybe every, like every other week or something. And cause the time difference was so crazy. But, like, we're still friends now, but at the time that she lived there, I do know that we drifted apart because... Of course. You can't talk on the phone every day with that long distance. But this is the thing. It's not even so much... This is where my problem was in this in this foursome never talking again. So, it's it's two couples. A year later, we find out both couples have broken up, and the two girls who were best friends also have not spoken mm-hmm. in a year. Because... Well, spoken, but they haven't really like stayed connected. No, they couldn't have spoken because literally Jennifer Love Hewitt goes back to wherever town they're from and she goes to the Sarah Je- Sarah Michelle Geller's sister at a store and is like, hi, can you give me Sarah Jessica... What's her fucking name? Sarah, Sarah Michelle, Michelle Geller. <laughs> can you give me her phone and her phone number in New York? I want to call her. And the sister goes like, she's right there. She didn't go to New York. Right. So well, she did go to New York, but she just For one fucking succeed. second. So Jennifer Love Hewitt then her best friend, air quote, air quote, air quote, Foley artist, is that her best friend never went to where she said she was going and then she right. didn't know. So even if they did talk every week, clearly they're not that close. Yeah. So it just is astounding to me. Like, it's insane. It's it's astounding to me as well, but also I was like, well, that's not super unrealistic before social media that's and cell true, phones. That's true, I guess, but I think it's stupid. It is kind of stupid, but it has to kind of work with this but movie. You're, yeah. I guess so. But um, there's still phones. Like, Alexander Graham Bell had discovered the phone at this point. And by discovered, <laughs> I mean discovered. He invented is what I meant to say. <laughs> he discovered it. He dug a phone up one day. <laughs> a telephone. So, Jennifer Love Hewitt now looks insane because she's been very depressed since murdering someone. <laughs> <laughs> and not telling a single person about it. She looks like... Mandy Moore and I walked her member when she's like a day before dying. Yeah, she does. Those greasy bangs. Oh, man. <laughs> and um, so anyway, she's like a real bummer to be around. She's like literally. So this friend, there's so many. Okay. There's so many things. So there's this girl at school who's, who I've, I mean, I don't know who any of those names, these people's names are, but there's a girl at her college um, who is like, come on, Jennifer, let's have fun. Like, let's, what are you doing? Like, it's the last day or whatever the fuck. Are you going home? Or She's so happy and like, it's summer. <laughs> and Jennifer, I love you, it like literally turns around like the girl in the ring and is like, <laughs> I don't want to. Like, she's so depressed and I like, know. which then leads me to believe that She's been depressed this entire time. So how is this girl her friend? Because this girl is clearly like this peppy, like upbeat person who would never be caught dead with this fucking depressing fucking Darla. Oh my God. But then this was my second thing. So then they're like, okay, we're going to go like, let's, let's go home for the summer. First year's done or whatever. And the girl, the friend drives her home, Yeah, which I thought was super weird. Like, they might have been roommates. No, I know. And I understand like a friend. I drove, I had a car at university and I drove people home to Toronto all the time. Like when I was going home, it just worked out. Um, but she doesn't like on the first and the last day of school when I was moving in or out of somewhere, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, 
okay, bye. Here's your, my parents came to pick me up. Right. And I have to fucking move out. Like she yeah. lives in a dorm. You have to move out. Yeah. But she just gets in this girl's fucking Jeep and is like, let's go for the <laughs> summer and does not have luggage. Also, I can't imagine that car ride. Fuck. This <laughs> one, this girl's probably like, so do you have any plans? And she's like, no. <laughs> I'm just going to sit at home and think about the murder. <laughs> <laughs> the murder. I murdered With a man. Boot. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, can you imagine that car ride? The one girl's like. Oh my god, I have like tickets to Backstreet Boys. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're gonna go and like follow them on tour. We're gonna road trip around the country and follow them. What are you doing, Jennifer Love Hewitt? And Jennifer Love's like, I'm gonna watch Koan. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Koan's music videos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna watch Marilyn Manson every day. <laughs> what a oh, downer. Man. You know how I She's feel about such a downer, downer characters. Oh, it's insane. And like everything she talks, she does not smile. I've not, did not see her smile one time. <laughs> everything that she wears looks like a Mormon. Is that what you're going to say? Well, the bucket hat she wears when she arrives oh home is God. just outrageous. Everything. It's just fucking insane. She's just not my type. She's not my type at all. No. I was way more into Sarah Michelle Gellar in this film. Oh, I was not into any person. I hated literally every Are character. Are you kidding me? No. I'm I so glad I didn't character. watch this with you. I thought it was great. The only character I liked was the murderer at the end. Okay, I have a question for oh, you. I can't wait. Go ahead. Are you ready? I can't wait for the question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the F word. Are you okay. ready? Okay. Okay. Mary fuck kill. Freddie French Jr. Freddie French. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Philippe. Okay. Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki. Wait. In real life or these characters? In real life. Okay. Kill Ryan Philippe. I'm really sorry because I have one degree of separation to him. I'm really sorry to that person and to Ryan because... Why did you hear bad things about him? No, 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 no. I just am not attracted to him. Okay. So I'm going to kill him. Okay. Um, Mary Freddie. Okay. And get some sand bucketed in my... Or no, <laughs> what was it? He's going to... Shoveled into my bucket. <laughs> he's going to shovel some sand into your bucket. <laughs> That's horrible. Um, Big old bucket of chicken. Or I would maybe marry him. What would you say? Um, okay. I am going to kill Johnny Glucky. Pardon? I heard him on a podcast and he just kind of... He didn't shovel your bucket? Yeah, I don't know. He just came off really cocky on this podcast, and I know that he seems like a nice guy, but... He's on Roseanne, so I'm okay with it, because I love Roseanne. Sorry, that's really controversial to say, but wow. it was a great show in the 90s. You love Roseanne. You also love Rosie O'Donnell. I love Rosie O'Donnell. How is that controversial? It's not, but Are it's you just... saying it's because she's a lesbian? No, no. Rose... That's really horrible. Roseanne is not a lesbian. <laughs> no, I know that. Rosie O'Donnell is. But I'm just saying I'm starting to understand your type. They're sort of similar looking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my my answer to this um, provocative question would be kill Johnny because I think that he seems a little bit too arrogant for my liking. Gear grinding. I would like Ryan Philippi to put sand in my bucket. <laughs> even God, though what? even though I think there might be a little crab in that bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crikey. Gotta use protection. And then I would marry Freddie. Yeah, I think we'd have to fight over marrying Freddie. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I'd be okay with Johnny though, to All be right. fair. I know literally nothing about him. 
quite honestly. But I don't really know anything about him either, but he also reminds me of someone we used to work with who I didn't really like. Who? Oh. so okay so what's next here so it's a year later so they go anyway they find out jennifer love hewitt has uh, has gotten a note or some shit or right that's the biggest deal of the whole movie i know what you did last summer jennifer (laughs) julie james is her fucking name it just fucking hit me in the movie literally julie james Hmm. the porn star's name in the world yeah julie james and she gets this letter from an anonymous person saying i know what you did last summer and she's horrified so she goes to the the sarah michelle geller which is why she goes there and then she they decide we have to figure out who da 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 and they figure out so jennifer love hewitt had heard on the radio or some fucking old technology in the newspaper or some yeah. shit about <laughs> certainly was not e-news no. and they, she found out that the guy who was hit was david egad or something or egan or something david egan was found in the water dead right a year ago today or whatever the fuck so she's like we killed this man we have to figure this out he's someone sending us this these letters or this letter um someone he knew blah 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 blah. so they figure this all this stuff out um people start getting other like sarah michelle geller gets her hair cut off which is the stupidest fucking thing if you're gonna kill someone and you have a pair of scissors like kill them them? what is like i'm gonna cut your hair into an ugly (laughs) do it's so stupid literally so yeah so this guy like cuts her hair somehow whatever i don't even remember the fucking part but he's like in her house and he cuts her hair into like this horrible do and then you're thinking and she has her hair in this big giant fucking like rastafarian hat like hiding in this hat and you're thinking oh no when she reveals that she's gonna look like fucking edward scissorhands came to town <laughs> it looks like she just got a beautiful haircut but it's a little shorter no that's i think that's the thing is that she went and like fixed it and then it looked Fine. beautiful right so like there yeah. were, clearly it wasn't that bad like he could have done a lot worse yeah he could have given her a buzz cut he could have given like he could have cut unevenly like one he- a buzz here and one long and one glitch it's completely fixed and no problem yeah and also could have given her the old bowl cut could have stabbed her in the eyeball. <laughs> Could have stabbed her in the heart. Clearly, he has an issue with these people, and he's getting really close to them and them cutting their hair. It's like, yeah. I'm gonna clip your toenails in the dark. <laughs> it's so insane. Imagine waking up and being like, "My God, my, <laughs> my toenails, toenails are shorter than when I went to bed." <laughs> what has the world come to? <laughs> Who's been here? <laughs> Someone has been here. Someone has come into my room and cut my toes. <laughs> and they're just like the, the clippings. They're just all over the floor. <laughs> oh my God. That would be a really strange feeling. Fucking <laughs> insane. That's something the Night Stalker would do uh, for sure. Okay, oh, yeah. Man, so that's, that's funny. Jennifer Love Hewitt starts putting in um some information to, into the her laptop oh uh, don't me, even let me. call a laptop <laughs> me, fucking brick let me say this so then sarah michelle geller is looking over her shoulder and it's just so crazy because it's before google was popularized so jennifer love he was explaining to sarah michelle geller so what i'm going to do <laughs> is i'm going to type in david elgin and then links will pop up that have the name david elgin <laughs> It's like, and Sarah Michelle Gellar is like, wow. It's like 1790. And they're I like, know. 
This is what a computer does. A third engine before <laughs> Ask Jeeves. I know. And it's just like, oh, man, it's hilarious. It's like inet.com or some I shit. Know. Oh, man. And Sarah Michelle Gellar just like looking over her shoulder like, you're a genius. I can't believe you know how to type in like Google. Can you imagine like if this I would love for this movie to be done today where everyone has cell phones and they literally just like scroll to the right and go to Twitter and see like David Egad or whatever. Didn't we like make that movie essentially we did yeah wasn't that a movie that we were a part of called um sorority sisters or something no, i was gonna say the same thing it's called um uh final exam oh it yeah final it exam. used to be called something else it was but... called something else uh no actually i think final exam was the original title and then it it changed i don't know anyway, anyway we made a movie similar that everyone we got did. like a note on their cell phone being like i know what you did that's also exactly like pretty little liars oh okay where she goes um uh, <laughs> Are you all right? No, I'm not. Well, you love Pretty Little Liars, so why don't you like this I movie? I thought you love Pretty Little Liars. Well, I've seen the first five seasons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that I've lived with you, that I know that by you watching eight seasons of something doesn't even mean you like the show. <laughs> so like, true. You watch like like every season of Gilmore Girls, and I don't even know if you like. I it. don't. <laughs> literally seen it twice <laughs> it's so wild to me i know i'm fucking crazy you are crazy yeah all right man i talked to us okay first of all i have a thing wait oh, let crikey. me just say something first great the killer for whatever reason his first massacre is max johnny, right, johnny galecki. galecki why is he killing max and why is the town not freaking out about Max being murdered. Brutally, brutally murdered. By a he literally gets a hook. fish hook. Not a fish hook, but like a Ice fisherman's pick. hook pick thing <laughs> through the fucking neck. And everyone's like, like two weeks later, they're like, hey, Ray, did you hear that Johnny Galecki was murdered? And he's I like, know. oh, wow, he's dead. I know. There's like no talk there's of it. Zero, and, but people don't even know. People don't even know. And when they find out, he's like, he's dead. And that's the conversation. Anyway, it's brutal. It's insane. So they go and find David Egad or whatever the fuck his last name is. Yeah. We've said like four different last names now. Um, Egad. Whatever his name is. They find her, his sister played by Anne Heche, who is not on my good list. I because don't. she didn't do very nice things to Ellen DeGeneres. I know. I know. So she's not on my good list. But anyway. She's never been a guest on Ellen, which makes me think. She wasn't very nice to Ellen. Well, yeah, she wasn't. Anyway, regardless, <laughs> I'm on Ellen's side for it. Go, Ellen. Anyway, um, so they go find her, his sister, who lives in a fucking cabin in the middle of the woods. And my next note is, why does the sister look like a lost boy? She's upset. No, her no, no. She's wearing broken. Tinkerbell's fucking dirty old dress. It's like a like a tube dress, but it looks like it's... It, it, it's just a strange scenario. She's she's got the haircut that the killer should have give, given Sarah Michelle Keller. <laughs> she's got the haircut that deserved a murderer to come and stab her in the face. Okay. And then she's wearing this like grudgy thing in the woods. Fine. And she's really like creepy and she it comes out of a hole and she's like, I'm David's sister. <laughs> it's just, yeah, she's sad. She thinks her brother killed himself. A year ago. Um, like I'm not saying. Oh, I would be upset for years. I would be upset for years too, and especially around the anniversary. But it's just really everyone in this film is strange. But anyway, so you think, okay, this this girl's a little creepy because she just is creepy, and also she like is trying to 
like they're like we're just we've got car trouble outside we're gonna call AAA and then yeah. they that she like sneaks up with them in the car and it's very creepy and clearly there's something weird with her and she's saying my brother killed himself and blah blah blah. Well, during Jennifer Love Hewitt's research, she found out that David Elgers. Elgin's <laughs> Elga's girlfriend died in a car accident and he was driving a year before on July 4th 1996 <laughs> <laughs> right so that's an important thing to note um, and that's why she thinks her brother killed himself because she thinks that he was just going back to the scene of the crime and was filled with guilt right and so she goes so whoever's with her I can't remember if it's Sarah Michelle Geller or Jennifer Love Hewitt but one of them is with the sister lost boy and she says <laughs> she says like uh something happened that night that you don't know about and she goes no I know he killed himself and Jennifer Love Hewitt's like what do you mean how do you know and she goes he left a note and she goes can I see it like first of all no, you cannot. <laughs> Can Absolutely not. You don't even know him. <laughs> oh, we forgot to say that the one thing that the sister said was that his the one friend her brother had was Buddy Blue or something. <laughs> Billy Blue. <laughs> Billy Blue. She goes, yeah. Which uh, She goes, his name is Billy Blue. And I literally was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> his name's not Billy Blue. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, it wasn't, so. Yeah. It's a stu- no one is named Billy Blue. Anyway, so she goes... You have to remember that for later. So um, she goes, can I see the suicide note or whatever, which is the single most insensitive thing you could say. (laughs) That is a horrible thing to say. You can never, I would never in my life ask, even if it was, first of all, I wouldn't want to see it. No No. matter who it is. Even if it's someone, knock on wood, that I knew. uh, I would not want to see that, first of all. And second of all, I don't know this. Like, she doesn't know him. You can't ask his... Anyway. Clearly, it's an emotional, like, on the anniversary of his death, of his presumed suicide. She goes, can I see the note? Then Anne Hage fucking goes, yep, here it is. In this fucking weird shed. shed, Just on the shelf alone. It's... um, Yeah, I didn't really get that. Why is that a suicide note? My favorite part of this scene is when they're trying to put a scare, a, like a jump scare into the scene. Yeah. And Jennifer Love Hewitt's in her car and we're looking at her from her profile. And <laughs> Anne Hayes just jumps into the frame against her window and goes, hey. And then they roll down the window and they're like, what? And she's like, you forgot your cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Whose cigarettes were they, by the way? Sarah Jessica, Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> So she, anyway, she goes, it's a suicide note. Uh, it's not, though. Julie goes, no, 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 that's not a suicide note. That's a threat or that's a death threat to me. And then the, the uh, lost boy sister's like, oh, no. She's like, get out of here. She's like, he killed himself. Get out. And then Julie Louis Dreyfus, or whatever this fucking girl's name is, Jennifer Love Hewitt. There's too many <laughs> three people named people, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's Jennifer, a three-named circus. It really is. Jennifer Love Hewitt says... It wasn't David Egod or whatever, Egan. That, that was exciting. It was like, we didn't kill David Egon. We killed someone else. We must have killed someone else, <laughs> which was an exciting moment in the film. Meanwhile, Sarah Michelle Gellar, as the reigning queen from this America pageant or whatever, uh, July 4th pageant thing, yeah. now has to ride in the parade. Blah, blah, blah. So Ryan Philippi is like, well, the reason this is relevant is because this is where Ryan Philippi gets murdered. Yeah, right. So after the parade, she's in the stage doing the whatever, whoever cares. She's the reigning queen. And they're like about to present who's a winner. And Ryan Philippi, for whatever reason, is on the catwalk. The balcony. The Is it the balcony? It's the catwalk. Whatever. I don't know what a catwalk is. It's like, so when you're in a theater, the the... 
a, a stage theater and there's the the kind of catwalk aisles that are above you where all the lights get put in and there's oh. a technician up there to like oh. control the lights and do the spotlight and stuff that's where ryan Phillippe's standing okay. like you have to be a fucking stage crew member to be there but anyway so then he gets freaking murdered and they and like, she starts screaming which there's no way she could see it from there because when the lights are shining in your eyes you can't see that okay anyway. well my biggest problem with that is that the police go up there to scope out the situation and then there's not an ounce of blood and everyone's like so she starts screaming she goes <gasps> She's like screaming and screaming and screaming yeah. and everyone's like, what is this girl doing? Like she's on stage, yeah. she's screaming and they're all like, what are you doing? She's like, I just saw him get married. Married. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm on another level today. I just saw him get murdered and they go up. Exactly. And there's like nothing. They're like, you're lying. And she's like, bitch. Yeah. It's insane. Anyway. You know what part I love? Tell me. I love when Jennifer Love Hewitt opened up the trunk and saw Max dead with a bunch of crabs crawling out of his mouth yeah that was another really insane part jennifer love hewitt opens her own trunk because she hears this noise and johnny galecki is sitting in the well he's not sitting he's laying in the trunk with all these crabs he's dead by the way yeah and she screams and runs over to sarah michelle geller's house and she's like come hurry 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 and they run back and he's not there anymore and there's no trace of one, one hair, one hair of a crab <laughs> or a Johnny. And it's like... How the, would the killer get all those crabs out of there? There's no chance that you can get the body case. Okay, so you have to... Okay, I'm going to go. First of all, she's out of sight. Great. Assuming she's not going to be... Like, she's going to be in there for 10 seconds. But yeah. let's give her a minute yeah. in the house, okay? It's <laughs> a minute. A minute is a very generous amount of time. Yeah. He has to get from wherever he is, mm-hmm. assuming that he's near the car... Because she knew she was going to stop there. He gets into the trunk somehow, which yeah. she's now closed. Yeah. But anyway, he gets into the trunk somehow. He picks up a fucking human body, yeah. adult male, carries him out. And There's no crabs are falling. Crabs. Has to get 400 crabs. Okay, he gets them. He gets most of them. He gets 300. And then he's he's like, okay, let's say he gets all of them. Let's say he gets every single crab out there. Yeah. Every single crab leg, every single crab claw, everything. But then he's now rearranged it. He's like vacuumed the inside of the trunk. I know. It's perfect. It's, <laughs> it's immaculate. The There's trunk I've no ever blood. Seen. There's no fucking piece of crab. <laughs> Nothing. Not one thing. It's a, the most immaculate fucking thing. She I runs know. back with, with whoever and whoever and she opens the trunk and she's like, look. <laughs> For a minute it. there, I thought she was the killer because I was like, maybe she was hallucinating. And I also thought it was Sarah Michelle Geller's sister who might be the killer for a while. Mm. You know that actress who's from Billy Madison? She's also most notably from Saved by the Bell. It's all right. Because I'll see what I hear. It's all right. Because I'll see what I hear. Speaking of her, <laughs> she quickly gets murdered. Okay. Yes. Sarah Michelle Gellar, no one takes this girl seriously when she screams. She is running to her sister's store, screaming, yeah. saying, let me in, let me in, I'm getting attacked, I'm getting attacked. The and sister I mean, is like, ugh. And granted, the sister and her don't like each other, but still, like, I know, she's still like, evil ugh. you have to be to, like, not open the door quickly when someone's freaking For out. For your skin and blood or whatever. <laughs> what's, the, what's the expression? For your butt, like your blood. Your yeah. bread blood. Your sister is running at you screaming bloody murder like someone is chasing you. And you're like, you oh, I like, forgot the key. Why uh, do you need the key to open it from the inside, you turd face? I have to say something. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Okay. Anyways, she gets murdered pretty quickly. She's the actress from Billy Madison who... He goes, so hot. Want to touch her, Heine? 
great. Okay, so we're not doing that. That would be unfortunately for you. Okay, so anyway, they lead to believe it's Freddie Prince Jr. It isn't him. It's someone else. It's a fisherman. Doop 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 doop. And then at the end of the movie, um, Sarah Michelle Geller gets or not? What's her goddamn fucking name? Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt gets one last note that says, "I still know." You just skipped all the way to the end? Yes, because these poor listeners don't want us to hear us fucking... No. But I'll cut out lots. So, the the murderer is um this old man, and he is the father of the uh, daughter that died in the car crash. It's insane. In like, 1996. Why is he... I don't understand why he's after these people. Well, they did try to murder him and throw him in a lake. Yeah, but like... Yeah, so he's murdering his daughter's boyfriend or... David Elgin's girlfriend died in the passenger seat when they were driving. Cut to a year later. That girl's father is very angry, and he murders David Elgin. But does he? Is that what happens? Yes! that's He throws him in the lake, and that's why they find his body. Okay, but why was David Elgin there? I don't really understand. Because he was f- experiencing deep guilt. Okay. And he was staring at the spot that his girlfriend okay. died. All right. Okay, and then... Shocker, this murderer... Gets hit by a car and then tries to get murdered by these four teenagers. So basically, my biggest problem with this movie is that this man who's clearly really shooken up, shaken up, shook up by his daughter being murdered. He's now about to murder... What am I trying to say? He's he's now going to be murdering two people that are daughters and two people that are sons. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, whatever. My daughter's gone, so I'm just going to murder whoever I want. Yeah, it's it's it's... It's a little insane. It's kind of like the Grey's Anatomy episode where that old man shoots up the place because his wife died. Yeah. I mean, his motivation's kind of weird, but at the same time, he might just be, like, insane. Because, I mean, when your child dies, I can't imagine what that would feel like. But no excuse for murder. No. Exactly. Murder is wrong. Wrong. I have one last piece of trivia for you. I can't wait. How many people died in this movie? Including the girl who dies before the movie starts? No. Including David Egan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So David Egan, Johnny Galecki, Sean William Scott, or whatever his name is, Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so funny if it was Sean William Scott and the four stars were Sarah Michelle Gellar, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prince Jr., and Sean William Scott? I'd be legit, too. Holy shit. Anyway. Okay. David Egan, um, Johnny Galecki, St- uh, Ryan Phillippe, uh, the sister, um, the... Guy at the end, the murderer, five. Incorrect. What's the answer? David. Yeah. Max. Yeah. Barry. Yeah, I said those three. Elsa. I don't know who that is. That's the sister. Okay, I said that one. Helen, who is Sarah Michelle Geller. She dies? Yes. Ugh. When did she die? There's a, it's okay. It's a, I read that it's a very well-loved chase scene, which I thought it was a good chase scene as well. She's running all through her sister's store, and then she runs out, and there's dumpsters everywhere. She's running to a parade, and then at the last minute, he jumps out and stabs her to death. Okay. And then there was an officer that died. Okay. So that's six. That's seven. That's six. I said five, and you named two people that I didn't name, so that's seven. For some reason, the count that was online did not count the killer. Oh, I see. Oh. But did he actually die? Because that's why there's a sequel. Right. So six is the answer. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Who was your six degrees of Leo? I did it this week. Okay. 
let's just slow down for a second oh. here. I just want to say I'm that so sorry, everybody. You can see I'm trying to rush this along for you, but anyway. I just wanted to point out that movies back in the day were more legit than they are now because of not having cell phones. Like, things are way more intense when you have no way yes. of calling the police. Correct. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. And so my fashion fave was, I just have to say, I love and miss the man tank top. Especially yeah. teen idol man tank top. Mm-hmm. Freddie wore them every scene. Ryan Phillippe wore them every scene. I think the wife beater needs to come back, but with a different name. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. Unless you're Ryan Phillippe and you're literally a wife beater. <gasps> That's controversial. No, in this movie. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just saying he's just putting out gossip. Anyway, um, my fashion fave is the Rastafarian hat that mm. Sarah Michelle Gellar wears to cover up her horrendous haircut from the murderer. From the murderer. Okay. Okay. Um, who do you relate to most? Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's parents. Mm-hmm. Um, they seemed to be... They seemed neglectful. They also <laughs> had two daughters that were murdered. <laughs> that sucks. So, you I relate don't, to that? I don't really relate to that. I just think, you know... You wish you could You wish you wish could be there for them. I want to be there for right. them. You want to sympathize for I them. I would like to sympathize. I would like to sit with them and put my hand on theirs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I relate to the murderer. Does that help? Right, I actually do relate to the murderer because these people were very annoying and I would have murdered them all. Or the Lost Boy sister. Actually, I, I relate to Anne Hayes in this movie. <laughs> I relate to the Lost Boy sister. Um, okay, who's your Six Degrees of Leo? Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. If you have the same one to me, I'm going to cry. Ryan Phillippe uh-huh. is in this movie and he's also in the movie Crash. Okay. Okay, and then... Nope, nope. That's not it at all. That's not it. It's Ryan Phillippe is in Lincoln Lawyer. Okay. Okay, with Matthew McConaughey. Okay. And then Matthew McConaughey is in Wolf of Wall Street with Leo. We have the same amount, but we do not have the same one specifically. What did you put? I put... (laughs) You're going to die. Stuart Greer. (laughs) Well, it was Stuart Greer. Stuart Greer plays the officer in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Okay. He also plays Miller... In Mud with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Um, What do you rate this movie? An eight. Loved it. But it was too dark. Not not dark in the terms of content. Oh, like physical dark. Like, like it, it was, was like, dark. I was like squinting to yeah. see like what's going on. The cinematography could have been better. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's a 90s slasher film, so it's not going to be bright. and. Fucking. I know, but I just couldn't really see. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't even know. I didn't even know Sarah Michelle Gellar died. Anyway, I would rate this movie five and a half. Okay. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Yeah, it's fine. Like, it was fine. I'm never going to watch it again. But I obviously have seen it more than once. And it's a fantastic 90s movie. But I will leave it at that. I'm good to not ever see it again. Yeah. And this is also the film where Sarah Michelle Gellar met Freddie Prince Jr. And they didn't start dating until two years after this film. And then they got married, and now they're still married. And now they're still married. So they've been married for like almost 20 years or something. Yeah. Something crazy. Crazy. Okay. Can we move on to the ending then? Yep. Okay. The end. (laughs) (laughs) 
just kidding. So next week is going to be TBD, but you can check out our Instagram at Teenager Bakes Podcast with a Z, and you can see, we will update you on what the movie is so you can watch it in advance. Mm-hmm. And thank you to my two older brothers, Eric and Kevin Smill, for our theme song. And thank you to you, Dirtbags, for listening. Yes. And thank you to you, Carly, for not seeing me for two weeks and then doing this stupid ass endeavor project that I love so much. And thank you, Maddie, for actually doing uh, Six Degrees of Leo for once. And doing a good fucking job. In your life. Yeah. It was great. I know. Thank you. Ta-ta! Ta-ta! We know what you did last summer!